Have you ever wondered where podcasters go to learn? Welcome to Elite Podcast Academy, the show for podcasters, about podcasters, by a podcaster. Now let's jump straight into today's episode. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Elite Podcast Academy. My name is Mike Mahoney, and I am your host. Today, I want to talk to you about a very important topic, podcast hosting. When it comes to podcast hosting, there are so many options available to you, it can get quite confusing deciding upon which podcast host to utilize. I'm about to help you with that decision as I examine podcast hosting from all the different angles. So let's get to it. Some podcast hosting services have been around for a long time, while others are brand new. Regardless of whether you're looking to start a podcast, save money, or move to a better hosting platform, I've got you covered. If you're just starting a podcast, you're going to need to sign up for a podcast hosting company to store your episodes and create your podcast feed. As with a website, you're going to need a host. If you already have a podcast and just want to find a better place to host it, the best podcast hosting companies make it very simple to migrate to their system. I've done the research and testing for you to find out what platform is best for your needs, so let's talk about what's the best podcast hosting platforms. First, there's Buzzsprout. The people who designed Buzzsprout did so to make podcasting simple but rich with features. They have an amazing dashboard that lets you spend more time creating content and less time messing around with uploads. They also give you great statistics and a mobile-friendly podcast website. There's a forever free plan, but your episodes get removed after 90 days. Their paid plans start at $12 a month. It's a great value. Buzzsprout does not do some of the things that make other podcast hosting platforms annoying. They don't insert advertisements into your podcast, for instance. They have excellent customer service, always willing to help. The thing that makes Buzzsprout amazing is their ease of use. Let me walk you through creating your podcast there. You first start out by creating your podcast by filling out some basic info under the podcast settings tab. It's required by iTunes. Once you've completed the setup form with the basic information, you will need to upload your first episode. For each episode, you're required to fill out some basic information about that episode. After you've uploaded at least one episode, we'll hop over to the iTunes and Directories tab and follow the steps. Review your podcast information for the iTunes required fields of title, description, artwork, and category you need at least one, language, and explicit or not. Then you will submit your RSS feed to iTunes. Buzzsprout pre-populates your RSS feed for Podcast Connect, that's how you get on iTunes, automatically so you can just click validate and submit. So easy. There are some other tabs with instructions on how to submit to Stitcher and Google Play as well. Buzzsprout has a player and a website. These, there are two options for people to visit your podcast show notes and listen through your website. Buzzsprout's website. It's included in your plan. It's a very basic website that allows you to insert show notes through the description section mentioned earlier and a place where people can subscribe and share your episodes. The website they provide doesn't look bad by any means. You're just limited to the types of customizations you can do. It's an excellent starting point, but you will want your own site so you can collect emails, add images, and a bunch of other things. Embed a player on your own site. Buzzsprout's going to give you this great embeddable player, and you can use it on any website. So put it on your own. There you go. Buzzsprout has some good stats. Most people love stats. 
I'm the type who will refresh my stats page regularly just to see any changes. Buzzsprout gives you a clear snapshot of your recent episodes with an average number of plays as well as the most popular episodes. Great to see what types of content or guests you should continue to produce. They have a unique algorithm that calculates the number of listeners in the first 90 days of each episode. There are also device and location tabs so you can get deeper insights into where your listeners are coming from. It's all easy to read and displayed nicely. You can also click on individual episodes to get more detailed stats over time. Now, instead of counting storage, like most other podcast hosting companies do, Buzzsprout keeps things simple and charges by the number of hours you upload each month. There is a free tier that allows you to upload up to two hours, but your files will be removed after 90 days. Consider this probably the best free trial out there. The paid pricing plans are $12 a month for three hours, $18 a month for six hours, $24 a month for 12 hours. Let's talk about Libsyn. It stands for Liberated Syndication. It's one of the oldest and largest podcast hosting services. It's been operating since 2004, and in 2011, more than 18 million people were using it. Libsyn has its own smartphone app and gives you more stripped-down tools for creating a web page for your show, plus the ability to cross-post to social media using a single-click tool called OnPublish. The RSS feed it generates is compatible with, compatible with Apple. Libsyn, in my opinion, falls down with their pricing structure. The plans begin at $5 per month for a 50 megabytes of storage space. Their options then go to $15, $20, $40, and $75 a month. However, even the most expensive plan does not give you unlimited storage. Libsyn gives its subscribers more options for customizing their plan than most other service providers. You can choose to add statistics for an additional $5. You can add something to the $5 plan for $2 a month. You can get a custom mobile app for $10 a month. You can even buy extra storage space. Due to being in the business for so long, Libsyn has created a nice balance between simple and customizable that's hard to manage. They provide you with tools that you need to produce and distribute your podcast, but their interface is actually behind the times and it looks quite dated. They also don't have many fancy options for building a website. They have excellent support. They have a great help area that will answer most of your questions most of the time. Overall, Libsyn is an awesome service to use if you don't need that unlimited storage space, but you want a community with a long history at its core, Libsyn has a simple interface where it's easy to upload audio and generate your RSS links. Additional features like social media posting and the website are present, but they're not the core selling points the way they sometimes seem to be on other services. Now we get to Simplecast. Simplecast is the podcast hosting we recommend and use at Yogi's Podcast Network. There were many factors that led us to choose Simplecast. Simplecast has a very simple pricing model. $12 per show per month. No storage limit. If you do a daily podcast, it costs you $12 a month. No hidden charges either. The user experience on Simplecast is simple and elegant at the same time. It's very easy to understand how to use the system. Adding episodes is an easy thing to accomplish. A simple form guides you through the entire process. They have an embeddable player available for use on the website. They have excellent statistics as well. Simplecast gives you manager access for your account as well. This means you can add a person and make it easier for them to help manage your podcast. 
One of the amazing aspects of Simplecast is that they keep adding new features and they have amazing support via the intercom tool. Simplecast is our recommendation for a great podcast hosting service. Well, any discussion of hosting wouldn't be complete without self-hosting. When most podcasters start out, myself included, they look for the cheapest all-in-one option for hosting their new podcast. I read a few blogs about RSS feeds and looked for the quickest way to get the podcast in Apple Podcasts. Most of us are unaware that it is quite simple to self-host your podcast all in one place with a few useful tools from around the web. There are some great benefits to self-hosting. Your uploads are unlimited. It is very cost-effective. And if you go with another company and they shut down, you lose everything. If you like to be in control of everything about your podcast, self-hosting is the way to go. I want to show you how you can host yourself with the free tools available on the internet. My advice depends upon you using WordPress for your website. If you don't use WordPress, you might want to consider switching to it just for your podcast website. You're going to need a place to hold your files, somewhere on the web that is accessible with public access. In my opinion, the best approach is Amazon S3. It charges you based upon the amount of downloads your podcast has on a monthly basis, and that cost is in the pennies. Once you've established a bucket in S3 to hold your podcast, upload your audio files, and then get the URL for each of them. The next step is to get an RSS feed built for your podcast. In WordPress, download the PowerPress plugin. It's a free plugin built specifically for podcasters by podcasters. Once the plugin is installed into your WordPress website, activate it and follow the instructions to get it set up. You can find detailed instructions for setting up a new podcast on the PowerPress guide. Upload your podcast by writing a blog on WordPress. Click Add a New Post, put the podcast title in the title box, put your show notes and descriptions in the blog post dialog box, scroll down to where the PowerPress settings box is. Here you will fill in specific podcast episode data, such as meta description, and this will also be where you tell PowerPress where the episode is located. Those URLs you got from S3 are now required. Cut and paste the URL for the episode into the media box and hit Verify Media. This will tell you if it can access the file successfully and fill in the duration for you. Once you've added an episode, you can add plenty of extra data as you would with other blogs, feature artwork, tags, etc. And now you're ready to either schedule the post or hit publish. This will put the audio file into your RSS feed. The PowerPress tutorial should then help you through getting your show on iTunes and, and other directories. You'll need to have at least one audio file in the feed to get the rest set up and receive your RSS address. Once you have it, the RSS is exactly what you give to Apple, Stitcher, and Android. And hey, presto! Each episode you upload to your feed automatically goes into people's podcast apps as if by magic. Because you know, RSS feeds are magic. Now I can hear you saying, what about stats? Well, there's probably a number of ways, but this is our favorite. Blueberry stats. Once set up, you can claim your podcast via Blueberry's directory, and then you can register an account with them to get free statistics. Once you have done this, they give you an extra URL. You simply go back and put this before your podcast media URLs in step three. Cut and paste it before the Amazon S3 address, and the stats will start to flow in. Nifty, right? The guys at Blueberry not only create an RSS with their plugin, they also give you stats. So, regardless of the approach you use to podcast hosting, it's an extremely important thing for you to consider. 
You want to be sure that their uptime is good. You don't want things going down and causing your listeners to be able to get to your unable to get to your show. It's a quick way to lose listeners. The reliability of the service is going to be huge. If it's always down or throws a bunch of random errors, your listeners will quickly stop listening. Consider the tools each service provides. Decide if the tools are overkill or if you will use most of them. Whatever you do, don't overthink it. For instance, Simplecast doesn't automatically push your episodes to social media. We hired the problem, we've solved the problem by hiring an inexpensive virtual assistant to handle that task. Whatever problems you see, try to come up with a solution. In the end, you wind up saving a bunch of money and you have your podcast hosted somewhere helpful. And after all, making that easy is what it's all about. Thanks for listening to this episode about podcast show hosting. This has been another episode of Elite Podcast Academy. You can find us at ElitePodcastAcademy.com and listen to us on Yogi'sPodcastNetwork.com. Elite Podcast Academy is presented by Elite Podcast Agency and Yogi's Podcast Network. Do you want help getting on other podcasts? Elite Podcast Agency is the place for you. We help podcasters get interviews on shows whether it is once a month or once a week. Check out our services and pick up our podcast directory with over a thousand podcasts sorted by category at elitepodcastagency.com forward slash directory. Need someone to help you start a show or take your existing show to a new level? Yogi's Podcast Network can help. Head over to yogi'spodcastnetwork.com forward slash help for more information. Thank you for listening to Elite. Podcast Academy.